welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. Okay, so just before we start, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we've missed about two months now. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so we've got to apologise to everybody for that. Uh, I'm in chaos at the moment in my house and Mark's been ill. Uh, but we're back and we're coming back strong. We're back in black with our first ever fatal three-way on Who Wins. So this episode, it is Robocop versus the Terminator versus Ultron. And here we go. Just before we start, just clarify, it's the original Terminator, the original Robocop. None oh, this, hell yeah. None of this fucking remake bullshit. Well, um, the Robocop remake's not too bad. <laughs> to be fair, it's not too bad. I don't know. I think... Part of it's my general problem with remakes is that if, if you th- think enough of the original to remake it, then what's the point in remaking it? Yeah, I guess. But at least with Robocop, I mean, it bears absolutely no resemblance to the original other than the name. The character's different. Like, she is the name, but the character's completely different. The way he becomes Robocop's different. The whole actual cyborg, android, whatever the hell he is, is cyborg, isn't he? What's the difference? I th- an android's an actual robot. Uh, yeah, is, so he's a cyborg. Yeah, yeah. 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 an android is a, a robot that looks like, looks a, like a human. Yeah. A, a cyborg is a cross. So the Terminator's an android. No, the Terminator's a cyborg. No, yeah. Yeah, he'd be an android. Well, no, he's got human he's parts. He's got human parts, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, then, I guess, him and Ultron's an Ultron, android. Yeah, Ultron's an and android. And the other two are cyborgs. That's it. Um, but anyway, yeah, the actual cyborg in the new Robocop is like, completely different the way he functions and everything. It is basically an augmented human. Yeah, I mean, I think... Probably the reason for that, though, is the, the time and the technology. I mean, oh, yeah, was, was it 84, 86? Yeah. I mean, that is one of the things with the remake. That it just kind of... It does really well at keeping the core of the original in that it is sort of attempting, at least, to cast a mirror to society, whereas when you look at the modern Terminators, they just... Wank. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've for. Yeah, them. I mean, I've, I've not seen the, the new one. I was going to see it yesterday, but didn't get around to it. But I've got no time for Genesis whatsoever. I've I'll probably that. watch it on Blu-ray, but I'll I'll watch it when it comes about. Comes about, I probably won't get the cinema to see it. But you just think when you need to resort to fucking your own timeline, that's oh, kind man, of where you get in. It's not the first time the Terminator franchise has done. No, that's true. But everyone since T two is just. Yeah. Do you know what? All of that was bollocks. Fuck yeah. the timeline start again. But uh, yeah, just when when your entire premise is actually yeah we screwed our timeline for the hell of it, mm. intentionally. Then you start to think, well, was it that good in the first place, or is this just a really shit idea? Yeah, because the timeline is. I mean, I've not seen the new one, but it is going to be a bit odd now because they've got this whole thing about the T eight hundred aging in this new one. But then if the timeline's fucked, then that blows that argument out of the window anyway. Yeah. Because if the timeline's fucked, then why can't he just? come back as a younger yeah. T-800. It's just an excuse to get Schwarzenegger in it. Yeah, it? I think it was just a case of you know, he ran out of money after governating and you know, yeah. he needed something to, to do. Yeah. Well, well, there's lawsuits to settle and paternity suits. But yeah, and I think having seen in the trailer they've still got the dodgy CGI um, 20-year-old Arnie they had in the last one. Uh, no, I quite like the CGI young Arnie. I think that effect is quite good. But I don't understand why they couldn't have just used that for the whole film. Yeah, I, I don't know, I just I, I saw it and I thought, mm, yeah. I wasn't convinced by it first time around, and the second time I'm thinking, yeah. I'm interested to see Amelia Clark's take on Sarah Connor, and that's about it. And what I've seen looks alright, trailer-wise and, and clip-wise, but I don't know. My question's going to be, is she playing Sarah Connor, or is she playing a, a caricature of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's yeah. going to be interesting to see. Again, it depends what they do with the timeline. But anyway, we're, we're digressing already. I mean, the first thing is, just, we've got to agree, like, we've thrown him in the fight, I think, just to be topical, but Ultron's a fucking waste of space. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, like... like 
these two are just going to eat him for breakfast. I think so. Know. I mean, the, the problem was Ultron's your, your classic supervillain. He explains everything he's doing. He's he yeah. tries to be glib. He tries to be funny. And at the end of the day, he's followed by those pesky kids. Whereas the other two are just kind of they're there to kill people. Yeah, they're killing machines. Whereas no, right. while, while Ultron is busy just being verbose and explaining his grand master plan, which. It was a pretty shit plan anyway. Well, yeah. Uh, it's, again, it's a super villain plan, isn't it? Like, yeah. why, why bother trying to kill your enemies when you could float the city? Yeah. <laughs> you know, clearly that's more important. Uh, whereas Robocop's just going to have his gun out and, and just... Well, then again, I guess the gun wouldn't do anything to Ultron, but he could just tear him apart, to be yeah. honest. But for me, Ultron was rendered kind of impotent the second he jumped into the internet because he had this entire thing where he can go anywhere and get all data, be all data, be everywhere at the same time. But he chose to go back to the exact same place he started from and build himself a little robot army. Yeah, I mean, this is the interesting thing in this fight for me. Useless as he is, Ultron and the Terminator are basically exactly the same. Because Ultron is essentially Skynet. Yes. And then he creates all of these Ultron Prime models and things like that. It's just thousands and thousands of them. Just like there are thousands and thousands of Terminators. Yeah. So the two of those are operating on a hive mind, whereas Robocop isn't. Robocop is... He's a doom the... He's a doom the... And, and essentially, if we take the original Robocop as well, you know, by the time we hit the end of the first film and into Robocop 2, he's actually a human, really, in, in terms yeah. of his consciousness. Yeah, he's a guy in the suit. Yeah, Murphy is back there by the end of the film, <laughs> albeit, again, augmented and, I guess, slightly more logical in his programming, but he's able to... He's able to think and emote, mm. which I guess depends. Are we, where are we going with the Terminator? I know we said the original, so are we going with the original like Terminator, Terminator, and not the T-800 from T-2? Mm. Because by the end of T-2, the Terminator can also emote. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... The... And he's a different kind, because he's a good guy, and yeah. not, whereas the original Terminator is just an unstoppable killing machine. Yeah, and I, th- I think... If we go to the end of T2, and I know that steps on what I said about using the originals, but if you, you look at it as kind of, of of an arc and you use that, that Terminator was sent back, that T-Handle was sent back to protect, but he, he also evolves, he also becomes more human, more sentient yeah. as we go along. And that's kind of where they all end up. So if we take that Terminator, take that the, T, the T2 Terminator, Robocop from the original and Ultron, they're all kind of on the same path. Okay. And I think that's, it's more apples and apples, not apples and oranges yeah. that way. So in that case, then, that, that Terminator is disconnected from Skynet as mm. such. So yes. yeah, he's a lone wolf as well. So it's only Ultron that's got the hive mind. So essentially, Ultron's strength then is that he is Legion. And I think that was a missed opportunity in the film because they didn't really do too much with that. They could have quite easily said, right, well, Ultron's in the main body. But at any point, that main body's in trouble. Yeah, he just jumps, just jumps to another one. Yeah. Just flicks a switch, you know, pops, up, pops out the driver's seat, nips into the next one. And let's, let's that body take a, take a hit while he, he's off mm-hmm. pulling strings elsewhere. So in classic Fatal 3-Way fashion, then the first thing that Robocop and Terminator have to do is team up in order to... I mean, one of them's going to have to be running interference while the other one finds the master body for Ultron, essentially. Yeah. And fucks it up. And with that, you've got to think you've got Robocop running interference because he's able to quickly target multiple targets with that gun. Yeah. But Whereas Terminator's just going to go straight for Ultron and probably just... 
grab hold of his head and rip his face off his body. But not only that, I mean, if, if you're looking at any sort of computer interface to try and find out which one is which and what's going on and would know which one is the main Aldron, Robocop's not going to be much good for that because you know, unless he puts his little you know, USB finger into, into yeah, something, he's yeah. not going to find it, whereas the T-800 is... It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a computer, so yeah. it's going to have that same process, that same in- interface. So yeah. it's going to find it that much easier. But yeah, as you said, in, in, typical, in typical triple threat fashion, it's going to be a sort of two on one to start and then sort of going to boot around and anything. But I think, as I said, that would have to be the way it would start, is finding out what you need to do to, to each of them, what each of them trying to figure out what they need to do to get one over on the other one. Yeah, I mean, the first thing they need to do is basically they need to trap that prime body for Ultron, don't they, so that they can do whatever it's going to do, rip his head off and crush it, I assume. Because the second that happens, the others are just going to go limp. Provided he's still in it. I mean, he's got the opportunity to jump to whichever one Robocop is fighting at the time. Yeah. If you look at spoilers, the end of um, Age of Ultron. Right, yeah. Before we go any further, spoilers fucking right up the arse for Age of Ultron because there's no way we can do this yeah. otherwise. But, and you know, spoilers for Robocop and Terminator, but if you haven't seen them by now, then... Yeah, they're 30 years old, fuck you. But I think, yeah, spoilers have to be just accepted and if you don't want it, don't listen. Yeah, yeah. Because we can't, you can't yeah, do this otherwise. we can't otherwise. do this otherwise, yeah. um, Right at the end, you've got um, the Vision and one of the Aldron bots just having a little conflag before Vision blasts him into vapor or whatever he does to him. So Aldron has jumped into that body, but that body is fucked. Yeah. Now, I never got why Aldron didn't repair that body while he's in it. Yeah. Because you know, he clearly knows how because he built the fucking thing. So, I mean, he has that possibility. And there's always that potential in that instance that, okay, the consciousness, they, they've managed to stop it getting into the internet wherever they do, they managed to catch it. But there's still going to be something. You, you can't assume that, yeah, okay, they killed them all or they, they cut the main head off and then they all fell over because yeah. there's still that possibility there's going to be others dotted around that the body may be damaged beyond repair but the yeah. consciousness is still there. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that maybe it's not as useless as we thought when you think of it from that standpoint. I think the, the problem is, and we, we do what we, we've always done, is we come into it thinking, yeah, straight up first fight, he's shit, he's going to get killed. Yeah, but actually, he's, he's, got, actually, he's actually got other attributes which will help, which will assist. Because in reality, there's nothing to stop him becoming... We've, we've touched on it, and it, for me it would be quite funny if that consciousness just sits on the internet until, until somebody pulls the right button and he becomes Skynet anyway. Well, yeah, this is the thing. He is very, very similar to Skynet. And there, I guess there is a danger... Well, no, there's not, because we're using the T-800 at the end of Terminator 2, so he's disconnected. But otherwise, there would actually be a danger that he could take control of the Terminator anyway. Not so much Robocop, because Robocop has completely overwritten over his programming by yeah. the end of the first one. Yeah, that's able it. able to go against his primary directives. But the thing I'd be looking at is if I was Alfred saying, right, what do I need to do to actually take over the mechanics? Even if I can't take over the brain, I can't control what it thinks and does. Yeah. I can make it dance like a puppet. I can make it do the splits or jump off a cliff. And, and that would be the weakness I'd be looking for because physically, Ultron, apart from... I mean, the... the, oh, the but giant, does he have a vibranium Yeah, as I say, the, the, the new body, the second body was um, vibranium, so that'll help him. But at the same time, you might not be able to, to damage it, but you can pull it apart. Thing is though, vibranium doesn't really exist, whereas Robocop's built from titanium, which yeah. titanium does exist, right? Yeah. Yeah, thought so. So I mean that's that's an Oh did you have to make it up? No way, that was unobtainium. No, that was no. yeah, that was unobtainium. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the terminator's made from, they never really No, the second one was kind of was a liquidy metal, the the, the T one thousand. But the, the original one I think. The original really... one is just a metal Yeah, it's, it's just kind of like a yeah. yeah. 
It's um, it's just a, a steel frame, effectively. Maybe not steel, but it's a metal frame. Right. Okay. So to begin with, then we've got we've got Robo with his gun out, just targeting. Yeah, just taking headshots and just popping off here. While the T eight hundred tracks down Ultron Prime or whatever. So those two are in a fist fight to begin with. Now at this point, Ultron does at some point shoot some sort of fire shit from his hands. Yeah. So he could that. potentially melt flesh. It's not going to hurt the two. It's not going to hurt it. Probably not even going to slow it down, to be honest. Although we do know that his body is susceptible to melting, because at the end of T2... Yeah, it depends, it depends how hot it is. I mean, that was, no, that was a molten steel. But it depends how hot that... Thing and is. he's shooting it from his fingers. And it's not going to be that concentrated and that powerful, is it? Well, it would melt him, wouldn't it? If it was that... Well, no, because it might be that so the vibranium is sufficiently strong enough to, to deal with it. I guess, yeah. And then we're getting into science. I mean, this is the other thing, yeah, like how strong is Vibranium? Because if if the Terminator punches him, is it actually going to make a dent in the Vibranium? Or is it going to dent the T2? I think it's, more, it's, it's more likely to have a, an, impact, sort of a, an impact effect on the T800. Yeah. And so your stress rashes, so if it throws a punch and it, it can act solid, he's going to crack his knuckles. So what he actually needs to do is resort to good old-fashioned weapons. I think I good old-fashioned weapons and also... It's it's got to be a case of so scanning for that so structural point of the uh, the the two meter hole. There's got to be a, yeah, there's got to be a weak point. And the thing is, I don't care what metal you made out of. There's ultimately some sort of circuitry and things in there. And if you put a shotgun in his mouth, make him bite a bullet. Don't care what you are and what you're made of. Yeah, you're swallowing a shotgun, you're gone. Yeah, I mean the thing with that is that obviously they're all humanoid. Robocop different because was a human, but they're all humanoid. So the, the logical thinking is that all the processors and everything are in the head. So that's where you're going to go. Yeah, for. that's what I'm saying. If he if he gets his shotgun into Ultron's gob and mm. pulls a trigger, Ultron's toast. You just got to wonder if Ultron's going to be quick enough to pop himself into another body before he gets scrambled. Right. What they need to do is try and sink it so that when he does jump into the Presumably into the body that Robocop is fighting, because that would be the logical thing to do. Oh, the logical one's the one 50,000 miles where they no fucking knows about. Well, yeah, but then he's yeah. out of the fight anyway, isn't yeah. he? So if he jumps into the one that Robocop is fighting, then all it takes is for the two of them to synchronise their efforts so that Robocop's got a gun in that one's mouth at the same time that the Terminator's, or a split second later, and the Terminator's got a gun in the other one's mouth. Hmm. Pull one trigger, then So, pull so the it jumps, trigger. but it has nowhere to land. Yeah. I'm with you. Or it jumps and is immediately taken out before he gets a chance to jump again, essentially. So it's just a case of split-second timing, which there's an element of computers and machinery involved in both of them, so that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, but you look at 80s technology, it might not be that fast. I guess. I mean, yeah, Ultron is a lot more advanced, I yeah. suppose. Or is he? Because, I mean, we're saying it's 80s technology, but they're both set in the future. Whereas Ultron is at least set in a version of now. present day. Yeah. yeah. So they can probably, I guess they can do things that Ultron can't in that respect. I mean, Robocop can fucking fly if you want to follow it all the way through. He gets a jetpack by the third one and he can fucking fly. Ultron can't fly, at least I don't think he can. Yeah, he can. Can he fly? Yeah. I must have blanked that bit. Probably fell asleep, I fucking did. If it didn't involve Hawkeye, I don't want to know. Yeah. As the film was all about Hawkeye. There are lots of conversations about the film itself and I've not listened to a lot of them. I've got my opinion on it and that's that's the only one I'm really interested all in. All about Hawkeye. But yeah, I, I kind of spaced on all of it. I just thought, you know what, I, the first one I was really interested in and I was really excited about. The second one I really amped up for watching and as soon as I got it I thought, really, that was it. Just seen it all before is the problem at this point. Like That's the problem. You've shown us superheroes now and you've shown us superheroes as a team. So this isn't interesting anymore. Whereas yeah. something like Daredevil, for instance, hmm. you haven't really shown us that kind of street level 
petty crime before in that universe, so that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. And that's more interesting to me now than superhero team-up. Yeah, and, and that's kind of where they've gone with um, S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Cardinal as well. They've, they've got to that point where you're saying, right, we've got the big grand statement, the big set right. piece, but on a day-to-day level, if we're talking about yeah. mutations and all the rest, or miracles that they are in that universe so nobody gets sued, now you, you're talking about that ground, like you still have these people with these abilities and everything else, but they're not part of the big set piece. So they've expanded that universe, and I think they've done a better job with that than they have announcing 56,000 films in the next four years. Yeah. And I think the problem both that Marvel and DC are going to have is it's just going to be complete overload. It is getting that point. We need to find the next thing for cinema now because superheroes are starting to saturate. Yeah, and you always have your, your phases. Like you, you had your westerns and your war films and then you had your fucking vampires and werewolves and shit yeah. like that. And then you went into zombies, now you're into superheroes. There will be something else. But I think we're at a point where by the time they finish the current Marvel, is it 2020? Something like that, yeah. Or 2019, maybe. So that's going to be over 10 years since Iron Man, which was supposedly the first one of this yeah. cinematic universe. So it's 10, 11 years of superhero film every year, at least one, possibly two, sometimes even yeah, three. Yeah, there's more like at least three a year normally, isn't there? And then DC are going to get in the act as well, so they're going to have Superman 2, or it's actually yeah. called next year, and then six after that, and seven after that, and then the Justice League. I think, fucking hell, at some point, as, as much as I want to see these things, I'm going to get bored. Yeah, I, I'm really starting to get bored with Marvel, I must be honest. I'm ridiculously excited for the DC run, so mm. maybe, I'm, maybe I'm contradicting myself there, or just showing my true fanboy colours. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's just we're at a point where the market is saturated and something yeah. needs to go into something else now. Killer robots from the future, blatantly, otherwise yeah, we're really talking about them. Right, okay, so Ultron then, that's the only way they take down Ultron. The two of them are going to have to synchronise... And that's assuming that he doesn't have a chance to jump anywhere else. But if we allow him to do that... Yeah, he's just going to jump forever. Yeah, then it's, it's just infinity. So that's Ultron out of the fight. Yeah, that's, that's a very quick cameo in the fight, really. But we kind of added him last minute anyway, didn't we? Well, it was because when we were originally going back to um, going back to the start of this podcast, we were originally going to record this about two months ago. Yeah, I think it was uh, the beginning of May, wasn't it? Yeah, when I think we'd all just seen Avengers. Yeah, I think. Um, so just for reference, that was that was going to be uh, our first guest podcast as well. We had some uh, some people joining us who'll join us later on, so we won't introduce them yet. Yeah, we'll save that one for our future episode. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone had an idea of where it was going to go. And then I went and got the Logan couldn't speak, and as much as that would have been fun for everybody else not hearing me talk, um, I think it would have been a bit one-sided. Yeah, and then we've tried several times since, but I, I've discovered there was an actual fucking alien species living under my house. Yeah, so I've had to have my entire house ripped apart and fumigated, and yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of where we got to. So, th- so this was topical at the time, and I think the fact that Terminator has now just come out, okay, it's three months later, it's still kind of relevant. Still kind of relevant, yeah. And we're blatantly going to just use the hashtag and get a bit more traffic out of it. Oh yeah, this is not at all because we're no, going no. to jump hashtags. No, no, no. No, this, this wasn't planned or, uh, or in any way... Um, no, no, no. In, a, in any way cynical. Uh, okay, so Ultron's gone so, and there's just mounds of robot bodies on the floor then. Yeah. Which at this point can, I guess, become weapons. Yeah. I can't remember because I, that's what I, I did kind of tune out halfway through uh, Major Ultron. But they're, they're modelled on Iron Man. Yeah. So do they have that... I know he's got the, the beams in his fingers or whatever, laser eyes or whatever it was. Does he also have the... No, is there any sort of ability where he has weapons built in, the, the missile launchers would be built into the electron wrist? Because they would be a great weapon if you could tap into that. Yeah, I guess there are. I mean, to sidetrack slightly, I don't know. You don't really see it in the film, but I play a lot of Marvel Puzzle Quest. 
And Ultron as a character in that, there are about four different variations because there's Ultron Prime and then there's a, he's got a healing unit and he's got a heavy assault unit and they've all got different weapons. Mm. So yeah, I guess there would be, I mean, they've certainly got like an electroshock weapon in that. I mean, you'd have to figure if he's built himself based on Iron Man, he's going to take all of that hardware and then some. And just not built it on a soft tree center. Yeah. So they're going to have the little missile launchers and they're going to have the flares and everything. Yeah. If you've got thousands of robots lying around, I think that's going to be the strategy, isn't it? So build yourself a little little bunker built out of the things so to protect you from uh, mm. from from incoming attack and, and use use whatever weapons you can you can manage to to activate or you can you can get to operate. Well, I think that's got to be Robocop's tactic here because he is without a doubt much slower than the Terminator. Yeah, and far less accurate because at the end of the day, he still has a human brain with human reflexes and stuff. They might have been enhanced, but they're still human. Yeah. Whereas the, the, the tier 100 is a machine built for fighting. Yeah, and, it, and just the way his, his skeleton is structured and everything, he is just that much more flexible. Robocop is big and slow and clunky. I mean, he's, he's a fucking tank. Yeah. So he's going to be hard work to take down. Yeah. But he certainly can't move as quick as the Terminator can. And I think he has an obvious weakness where you blow his chain off and he's kind of stuffed. Yeah, well, that, that is the thing. There are soft, fleshy parts in there. Whereas the Terminator's soft, fleshy parts are just window dressing. Yeah, they're on the outside. Yeah, Robocop's still got a brain in there. But then I guess it, if you crush Terminator's head, which as we've seen, spoilers, uh, that <laughs> kind of takes him out as well. So I guess there's not that much difference really, apart from he has, yeah, as you say, the chin is a, it's a weak. But if he blew his jaw off, would he die? Probably not. Probably not. I don't think blood loss and things like that would be an issue. No, no, no. Because he's fed by that baby food, like intravenously, to keep his organs going. So it's not like he needs blood pumping yeah. his brain and stuff, I don't think. I don't think the organs are there. I think it's just you know, that the heart and the brain are there, and that's kind of it. I yeah, think. that's what I'm saying. And then everything's, they do explain it against all science but it, he takes the nutrients for those two essential organs from the baby food, doesn't yeah. he? Which is why they have to wire him up to feed him and stuff. So, I know that's the new one they wire him up. The old one, he just eats the baby food, doesn't he? I find it's kind of in and out, I've got to be honest. It's been a while. Yeah, no, he's got organs in the new one as well. He's essentially... A like dude a, too. Yeah, he's a dude in power armour. Yeah. He's, he's, he's power ranger. That's what he is. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure I get on board with that. It's okay. You just have to, you have to take it at face value. It's just a film that's called Robocop. It's nothing it's not, to it's do not Robocop. with Robocop. It just happens to be called yeah. Robocop. And it's got fucking Batman in it. So Yeah, that doesn't hurt. The Batman. Like, not fucking Christian Bale and all of this nonsense. It's got Michael Keaton in it. Always helps. But yeah, I, I say it, it's my thing with reboots. And I didn't see it because I, I didn't see the point in them making it. I haven't got around to it. I will at some point. Watch it. Uh, it's, worth, it's worth watching. But let's say it's my whole thing with reboots. is that For me, if... if People go on about oh, a film I idolised when I was young, and I really, you know, I really loved the director, and I really loved the look of the film. Then why fuck it up? I mean, look at fucking Psycho. Yeah, let's not. And that that's the let's prime not. example. It's it's a literal remake, shot for shot. No, no, no. They added the wanking. It has oh, added sorry, wanking yes. and buttholes. I apologise. Yes, but no, the it shot for shot what was there, and then they added. Yeah, I think that was all they added. From what I remember is the wanking. The rest of it's pretty much. Well, I'm Vince Vaughn. I did that. Made that weird character choice to do that laugh. He does yeah. a fucking weird laugh. I think that's it. just his fucking laugh, though. Is it? I've heard him do the same laugh in other things. It's this really fucking pitchy, just really awkward thing. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Is that his actual laugh? I've heard yeah. him do that elsewhere. 
And he might have done it. Yeah, but he's doing it purposely to be annoying. Like, he does something like that in Swingers, but he's doing that to be annoying, surely. I've, I've heard, I don't know if it, I think it was an interview, you might have, you might have put it on, but it, it was certainly, it annoyed the fuck of me to the point I turned it off. Like, he's not going to bring that bad boy out in True Detective, do you know what I mean? Like, no. No way. I don't think there's many laughs in that anyway, to be I honest. I haven't seen the new season. No, so I haven't. Sure. It's, uh, it's on the list, but I'm yeah. to it, yeah. But yeah, so, off topic again, massively, sorry, my fault. The, the way we're looking at, I mean, the, talking about the, the strategy Robocop needs to use, getting the weapons because he's that much slower and, I think he's got the advantage of because he has that, that dedicated data spike that was all rage in the 80s that never fucking worked in anything. And that's a proper fucking weapon as well. That's a proper weapon in itself. I mean, you get that... That um, basic, the skull. Yeah, yeah. up into the brain, that's going to do some damage. But not only that, I mean, it seemed to work with everything. So if he sticks that, if, if he gets an arm off a, an Ultron unit, sticks a data spike into that... Because can he then fire the missiles and set off the, the lasers and all the rest of it? Yeah, because he can then basically take control of those units. Yeah. Okay, the unit might be fucked. We might have to get an arm off it and, and use it as a as a second gun, effectively. Where's the interface point on the units, though? There was always one somewhere. Yeah. As if it was designed that way. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, if you can do that, so that um, it's the same as so in. So if he fists an Ultron unit, basically, is what we're saying. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That isn't that the goal? Literally, yeah, if he, he could fist it and work it like a puppet, basically. Thanks, they've got no strings thing, a bit more uh, yeah, yeah, pointed. Yeah. I mean, what's the. He gets a big fucking rocket launcher type thing at the end of Robocop as well to take down the Ed 209. So, I mean, you hit Terminator with one of those. But I don't know, because I think the Ed 209 was, it was kind of what was seen as not particularly futuristic and high tech and really intimidating back in 1980, whatever. Whereas it was actually kind of lame because it was top heavy, it, it moved like Bambi on ice a lot of the time, and you've got, you've got a feeling that it wasn't made of as strong an armour as Robocop was. It was just kind of thrown together and expected to scare people as opposed yeah. to, to actually being functional. So I think the Terminator would actually be more likely to withstand that rocket launcher than. I mean, you might blow an arm. Off, a, I was going to say it's a fucking rocket launcher. Like if you hit him in the middle of the chest, there's bits everywhere. Yeah, but that's, I guess, that's, but I guess the only that's where the most arm is going to be. It's like, yeah, if you, you could take its arms and legs off as long as the head is still attached to the torso. Mm. It's kind of like a zombie in that respect. Yeah, as long it's just as the head is still down. attached to the torso, it could drag itself along on its chin and bite your ankles. Yeah, and bite your kneecaps off. Yeah. Well, you probably couldn't bite Robocop's kneecaps off because his kneecaps are encased in titanium. But he's got no, metal teeth. He has got metal teeth. It's not like bone on bone. No. I mean, the one thing. I think that's a last resort. Yeah. Though. I mean, the thing is, Terminator favours a shotgun as well. We know this. Yeah. Weapon of choice, apart from how Uzi nine millimeter or a shotgun. It's generally the shotgun. Now, when you're fighting Robocop, you pull out a shotgun. It's gonna shit himself. Even though the shotgun's probably not gonna do any damage to him. Yeah, he's still human and wrecking. And he's gonna recognise the fact that that shotgun is what turned him into the fucking monster he yeah, is today. That's it. And it's gonna fucking hurt. But he's either gonna shit himself or he's gonna just fucking so, hulk out. Yeah. It's, just, it's just gonna be pure rage. I think, to be honest, I mean, I watched the, um, the original fairly recently when we were planning to do this first off. And when he was kind of getting the flashbacks, as I was the, uh, yeah. the really grainy video bits, you kind of got the impression that if, you know, he, he, saw, he saw one of the one of the guys in the gang and he kind of whipped out a bit before he then hugged up. And I think seeing the shotgun would do the same thing. Somebody coming directly at him yeah. with another one of those. That's kind of going to freak him out a bit, I think. Yeah, I think it would. But as you say, the way it does work in the original, it, 
It does freak him out, but that's what kind of first spurs Yeah, so galvanizes him a bit and Yeah. So although we can catch him off guard initially, I think if you actually catch him with one of those shells, he's just gonna go fucking berserk. Yeah. He is just proper gonna hulk up and start smashing the shit out of the terminator. Yeah. Probably, I mean, and he's got a built-in weapon there, as we've discussed. If, if it gets down to a fist fight, although Robocop's a lot slower, he's got a fucking built-in weapon. He's got a spider. Well, presumably, he's got, one, presumably got one in either wrist. Yeah, so he's kind of like Wolverine at this point. Hmm. Or more darker than Wolverine, I guess, because he's only got the one. But, yeah, at this point, he can be jabbing the fuck out yeah. of it. Like, you get that thing in an eye socket. Yeah. It could even possibly interface with the Terminator if he does that. Possibly, but if not, I mean, he skull fucks him. Mm. Then, well, that's it. You've got two options there. So, I, if that works, then great, take control of it, and then you don't need to fight it anymore. Either that, or it blinds it, because you know it's still that, that's still its its sensor interface. That's where yeah. you know, where the information comes in. So at that point, it's kind of fucked. Well, you'd have to take both eyes though, because he can yeah, still yeah. function with one eye. He does in the first terminator, doesn't he? Yes. He pops his eyeball. No, he fixes his eyeball, doesn't he? He puts it back in. Mm. But yeah, but that's just a human eyeball. Yeah, it's, it's not the actual sentiment. The yeah, the actual, part. yeah. But yeah, I think because I think, I think so. Now, if you, if you get the spike through the eye, then it's kind of going to go into where now where the brain would be anyway, because it was you know, it was a good stuff and extended past his hand in order to do the interface. So it's going to be you know, a good seven eight inches. Are there nose holes on the? On the endoskeleton. No. I don't think there are, are there? No, there's kind of a, a divot, like a Voldemort divot. Yeah. But there's no there's actual... actual hole there, is there? Yeah. So you couldn't go up through there to go straight into the brain, so it would have to be through the eye. Either through the eye. There, there looked to be a sort of cavity round about the temple area. Yeah, there is, where the jaw attaches. Yeah, there's yeah. a sort of cavity there, and I think that in order to articulate the skull, they, they made a joke about it in this, I think it was the second Nolan Batman film about moving the head. Yeah. Being yeah. able to move the, twist the head and move the neck. And I think there was a there's a joint there in order to make the head move like a human head and yeah. to give it enough flexibility. So there's going to be a gap there. So if you can either get up in there, like in the X Files with that little shit thing, yeah, or in through the eye or the temple, there are three ways you can get into it. Yeah. So it's essentially the fight becomes about Robocop needs to get close enough to mm. the Terminator. Yeah. Without the Terminator fucking battering him first, because this comes back to the fact that Robocop is a lot slower. Yeah, it was a lot slower and was far more susceptible to damage. I mean, you look at the yeah. the initial altercation there to an eye where he, he chased it down the stairs and then fell. Yeah. And he was pretty badly fucked up at that point. Yeah, he does. And he needs some serious repair when he gets fucked up as well because his targeting system will go and everything. Yeah, it's no, it, it's all kind of built onto, I say it's, the, it's built onto the brain. So there's potential for weakness, potential for misconnections and things. Yeah. Whereas the Terminator is kind of a robot. So once the connections go, it's kind of fucked. It's going to go haywire and just rip things apart. And Yeah, it's a bit odd in that respect, isn't it? Because like you say, you... If you damage the Terminator sufficiently, it's game over. But if you damage Robocop, like, unless you actually sever those connections, he will still function. He's just a little bit fucked up. Yeah, I mean, He's still able to... Like, I think like, he can still think, like, when he's, when he's fucked up, he knows that his targeting is fucked up. Yeah, and he's he has to relearn how to shoot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, for me, that the only way to actually kill Robocop is to, is to kill the brain. Yeah, you've got to take the head off. Yeah, it's, it's take the head off, crush it, or completely fry it. But the thing is with Robocop, unlike the Terminator, even that neck area is thick-plated. Yes. 
It's basically the entire thing is take play that apart from the chip yeah. just to remind you it's not a robot, it's a person. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have that kind of freedom of movement of his head. It is like the old Batman cow. Yeah, it, 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 he turns so, 90 degrees either way and that's it. Yeah, and even the point you get mechanical sort of a whirring when he, t- when he moves his head, it's a... Yeah, yeah. You can't really, no, you can't disguise that and you, you can't just, no, you can't sort of look at that and think, oh, well, you could probably do this, you could probably so, do that. So, yeah, Terminator needs something that's capable of getting through that neck armour. I'd say so, because I think... And so the, the, the only other way would be to completely crush it, but you'd have to, I don't think dropping a piano on his head would work. I'd even just break the piano, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, no, so it's not a cartoon, where you just put, get an anvil, that doesn't work, get a bigger weight, get a bigger weight, get a bigger weight, because at some point... You know, He's very susceptible to magnets, though. Yeah. As we've seen, like a, a good, good strong cool. magnet fucks yeah. him right up. I'm, I'm not entirely sure the magnetic properties of titanium, I could be honest. Yeah. I did think that when I watched it, but I don't know. I'm not a... But you can, you can definitely suck him up onto a magnet. But then yeah. I guess if you turn a magnet on, it's going to attract the Terminator as well, isn't it? Not necessarily. It depends what it's made of. Well, we don't know. This is the problem. Yeah. I mean, it's not It's not going to pick up any of the Ultrons because they're all made of vibranium. Yeah. Were they all made of vibranium or was it just the main one? I think just the main one was made of vibranium. I think the others were just... Because you need a lot of vibranium. Yeah. It was just the one, because that was his whole thing, wasn't it? Why he had to go to Wakanda and stuff to yeah. get enough vibranium to build his prime body. Yeah. Was it, built, it was built to build that and to build what the vision became, wasn't that? It wasn't that involved with that as well? I can't. See, I think it's what Oh, was fuck those. Yeah. Because uh, he, yeah, he kind of became sort of humanoid, but I don't fucking know what he was. Yeah, fuck knows. Yeah, I, I, I really sort of tuned out at that point, I've got to be honest. Yeah. I was just far more interested in seeing Hulk go postal and rip Scarlett Johansson half the didn't happen. Yeah, it, it just... Spoilers. Yeah, by that point of the film, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Why do I care? Yeah, that was it. I mean, that was, for me, that was the appeal of the first one, is you at least gave a fuck. Yeah. I gave a fuck about Hawkeye. Yeah. And that was it. Everybody else, I was just like, oh, grow up. But I kind of, I kind of saw that coming because they spent so much time during the film Letting you think he was going to be the one who got Clark right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was convinced he was going to die. And I, that's the reason I didn't, because they, they spent so much time pushing and pushing yeah. him having a, a family and a personal life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, oh, yeah. By the time the last fight came, he was two days away from retirement. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he was like... Yeah, no, it was... I, I saw that and I was thinking, yeah, you won't, because everyone's expecting it. Yeah. But I kind of saw that coming, because all the build-up to it, all the press, there was so much Jeremy Renner in it. I think yeah. he's a fucking secondary character. Where's no? Where's Danny Junior? And I think they, ones? I think they had so much flack after the first film that he was barely in it, and when he was, he was like a bad guy because the Loki Pokey stick and stuff. Yeah. That they overcompensated this time, but that's fine because his stuff, as far as I'm concerned, his stuff was the yeah. best stuff in the film. That's all I cared about. The rest of it was just bollocks. Yeah, the rest of it, I, I, I say, I just, it just didn't hold my attention, and I, I'm, that's not like me. What's not when I go and see, go and see a film, I'll normally. Yeah, take no, take a bit of notice of it. But I was just sitting there thinking, oh, when did that happen? Oh, when did I miss that? Yeah. And yeah, they're, they're the two fucking um, X-Men reacts. Um, they just kind of you know, flipped on them. Somebody, talked, somebody turned on the switch and, oh, yeah, we could go now. And it was yeah. just like, yeah, okay, there's... Bollocks. Yeah, I just didn't get on with that. Because if she was that you know, fucking in tune with everything, she'd have known what was coming before she touched the vision anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I just... Kind of went, you know what, fuck it, I'm not yeah, bothered. Anyway, we're digressing again. Um, but yeah, so, all, so yeah, so Big Magnet. 
big magnet. So Terminator's turned on the big magnet, presumably to suck Robocop out of his hiding place where he's using all of the, or gathering all of the Ultron bots. Yeah. So if he's stuck on a magnet, Terminator's now got to find a way to open him up. It's yes. A, it's, a, it's a can opener kind of affair because he's got to get at the, at the soft gooey inside. Yeah. Because, I know there was a bit in, at, towards the end of, of Robocop, there was a bit, they were in like a scrapyard and there was, a, there was water. Yeah. So he's susceptible to being zapped as well, presumably. Um, oh, I can't remember what the point no, of, no, I, I mean, I can't remember what the point of it being there was as such. No, they're in the scrapyard because he gets sucked up on, on the um, magnet. Yeah, I'm, su- I, I'm, I'm sure there was water. There is water. But yeah, I just wondering if there's a if it there's does, a point it doesn't to that. play into anything. Because that, no. that to me would be okay. You've got him on the magnet. You've trapped him. Yeah. So what do you do with him now? You can't drown him because he doesn't breathe. No. So do you put him in the water and put, put a plug in somewhere. I don't think they do that, but there's no reason why you couldn't. It might over. It might like override all the circuitry and stuff and frazzling. Yeah. But then the problem is, even if you do all that, as we said, he's still basically gonna function. Yeah, but if you do that, is it gonna overload the brain? Oh, I guess, yeah, you'd fry his brain a bit. Or, or I guess even if you sever all the circuitry, he's still going to be... He's essentially just a vegetable at that point. Isn't he? Yeah. He's not going to be able to move or anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, for, for, the, for the sake of of making it more interesting, I, think, I, I always love this in films. They come with really convoluted plans to, to get people, kill people, come up with things. Do it the fucking easy way, and it works every time. Yeah. So he's got to suck him up on a magnet. He's got, got a magnet. Well, if he sucks him up on a magnet, I think... Probably just as would happen in, in film world, he would try and open it up like a tin of sardines. Well, yeah, that would be uh, that's certainly a lot more interesting. I mean, what's he going to do it with? He's going to need to get his hands on some form of chainsaw, yeah. which I've never seen the Terminator use a chainsaw, so there's no reason why there should be one in this environment. Again, to be honest, I've kind of. I, Unless he uses the Ultron fire beams. Well, I'd, I'd say, for me, the whole point of opening him up would be I'm a robot. I need to see what makes him work because he's not a robot. Yeah. So to look at what's inside him. And he's got all these dead Ultron things. Some of them can take some damage. Presumably you just break a shard off and use it because it's made of vibranium. Yeah. It's gonna, it, if it's sharp enough, it's going to cut through Robocop. I guess the vibranium's a sharp metal, yeah. Yeah, so use it to use that as a blade. Get inside and see what's in there. So, yeah, so you, you use the vibranium to cut around his neck plates then. Neck plate or open or just pry, pry off the brass plate even. See, yeah, I mean, at this man. point, Terminator just. Well, it depends which way you suck him up on the magnet, though, doesn't it? Not through the back, though. Through yeah. the back of his chest. Because when they pick him up in the film, he is stuck by his chest, which leads me to believe that if you're using an overhead magnet, the weight must be in the front. So that, Sorry, in the back, so that when you pick him up, he's going to go up front first. Mm, yeah, I suppose. So you've got his back exposed. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you kind of want. I mean, his arms are metal as well. No, they had, they were. Everything's metal. It's it's, it's not like the rubberized anything. It's not no, no, the neck at all. Metal. It's only the neck. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I the, think the knee joints are a bit. Of yeah, it's, it's the joints. Yeah. So yeah. It's kind of like bender. You know, the joints yeah. are right there. So, so I mean, you kind of. It doesn't really matter which way he is because the magnet's going to hold his arms. He's not going to use his gun anyway. In fact, if he tries to get his gun, the magnet's going to pull his gun. Yeah, he's only able to use anything. He's not. He's just stuck there. Yeah. But no, it's just in terms of opening him up. Like, if you want to get to the heart, you'd have to go through the back. Probably so, not necessarily a, a problem. I mean, there's probably less armour on the back. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it doesn't really matter which way you've got, like, the Terminator is built for this kind of thing. 
Yeah, like it's fucking. It looks like Schwarzenegger for a reason. It's a big fucking hulking robot. It's yeah. Gonna, at this point, it's, it's just on smash. Now. Yeah, it's just gonna smash the shit out of him. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about Robocop, Robocop was designed to be shot at and stabbed and into that. So all, all the armor is gonna be on the front because it's gonna be facing combat. Yeah. So the back is gonna be armored, but not not to the same degree. No. So you could just rip his back plate off. Yeah. Which would get him in circling. You just start pulling fucking wires out left, right, and centre. Yeah. But then it's whether Robocop's got any kind of countermeasure. Because you'd like to think the amount of money they spend on that unit. Yeah, you open the hatch and it suddenly explodes. There's got to be a countermeasure in there, sure. Yeah, like a die pack or something. It goes off his <laughs> arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't spend all that money and build. Because, like, he's substantially bigger than Murphy, so there's a yeah, lot yeah. of space in that fucking body. But, I mean, looking at when it was. And that's what happens in the newer, so the newer may be more streamlined, but is there actually that much space in it, or is it just the fucking mechanics were that big and bulky? Oh, it could be, I guess. And yeah. they had 17, you know, 17 wires when one piece of you know, tinfoil would have done. Yeah. So, I mean, it's whether, like, his outer shell has been sucked up on a magnet, but presumably, in order for those joints and things to work, there's going to be all kinds of pistons and things inside there as well. Yeah. So, at some point, Terminator would reach a hand in and just get. Like, if Robocop's got enough, because this comes back to him being a human and thinking, like, he could snap one of those joints, mm. do you know what I mean? And, and just trap Terminator's hand in a piston. Yeah. Because Terminator is susceptible to crushing, we've seen this. Yeah. yeah, but then again, that's depending if he, if the magnet will let stuff move. If, if something snaps, it may just get sucked in. Oh, possibly, yeah. Depends how strong the magnet is, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be strong enough to hold him, and he's going to be heavy. Yeah, super fucking heavy. But, but as I said, I mean, it's susceptible, not the turn is susceptible to crushing, I and mean, we've seen him lose an arm, we've seen him uh, but, get squished. I mean, this is still all assuming the Terminator isn't also attracted to the magnet, though. Yes. Yeah, we've never seen him get attracted to a magnet, and he has got a layer of flesh. Yeah. So. But then again, we've never seen him fight Wally Coyote. No. So yeah, that, that is a big assumption. But I think given the fact that there was a, for the C1000, there was a, a met, there was an alloy compound that was liquefied, that was invented yeah. for the robots, I think that would kind of... It, You'd assume it was the same metal, yeah. <coughs> it was like an alloy, yeah. yeah. You would assume so, Yeah. in which case he's fine. Hmm. I would say so, I think, I th yeah, I think that's probably how it would be, provided they are in a scrapyard with a big magnet. Well, they can be anyway, can't they? Yeah, exactly. We never, we never sort of said that. It's whatever they need. And all of these things do exist in their universes and our weaknesses. So I think yeah. it's fair to allow a giant magnet. I'd, I'd say so. You know, as long as... The key there is to is going to get to it. But like get said, to it and control it, don't forget. Yeah, but a lot faster than Robocop. So while Robocop's in his bunker trying to amass weapons, and yeah. probably taking pot shots. Yeah. Turner is just able to leg it. He can run pretty fucking yeah, fast. Yeah, he can move. Yeah. Whereas Robocop's never going to catch him. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, that's pretty much it then. Yeah, well, once, once he's attached to a magnet, that is in his ball though. He's kind of, there's not really anywhere to go from that. It's my old Wolverine argument whenever he tries to argue the fact that Wolverine will take down whoever. I'm like, no, he won't. Magnet. <laughs> Done. Well, that's it. Because, no, again, they... Uh, what adamantium? They went. It's, it's a different metal. Metal. Yeah. It's not. But we've seen in the in the X Men that Magneto controls. He's magnetic. Yeah. He's magnetic. Therefore, big magnet. Ooh. 
And then no, so we've no, we've he is susceptible to pain, yeah, okay, he, he his no, his, his power is that he, he heals. Yeah. He still thought it still hurts. It still hurts, yeah. No, so you, just, you, you get him up with the magnet, you start prizing the balls. Simple as that. I grew a new brain, didn't you, when you got shot in Acts 2? You can't grow a whole new head. You we sever the brain completely, you don't grow a new one. I haven't done that. Maybe you'll grow a new body from the neck down. Maybe. Um, but we don't have, and I think that's another one for another day. But you know, in terms of magnets, yeah, you get them up on the magnet, you start you know, prizing the claws apart and bending them, yeah. and you know, it's, it's going to pull out its flesh and its skeletons. So. so at this point, Terminator can also be Wolverine, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. But right now, then, if he's on the magnet, Terminator just opens him up, rips all the gubbins out. Yeah, and these are that. Game over. Terminator wins. Yeah. Which I, I got to be honest, I was, I was pulling pretty hard for Robocop. Yeah, I, I kind of... I can't find a way around him being on a magnet. I didn't see it being quite so one-sided, I've got to be honest. I saw, I saw Ultron being out of the way quite quickly. I didn't see it being quite so one-sided, to be honest. No, neither did I, but I mean, Terminator is just a, a killing machine. I suppose that's the difference. You've got the, the difference in technology and the difference in ethos is that Robocop was built based on a human to do human things, just a bit stronger, whereas the Terminator was built to kill things and fight wars and shit. Yeah, if we yeah, if we're using in mean, the modern Robocop he's, he's basically a military assault unit. But if we're using the original Robocop, the, there is a key difference between the two of them that Robocop is built to protect, yes. whereas Terminator is built to destroy. Yeah. That's simple. It. So <laughs> he's just gonna go in well, as he has just go in, suck him up. And he is going to take the most direct route. Yeah. It's just going to be like, how do I kill it? That's one program to do. Well, that's it. And I mean, if you look at the the T hundred from T two, you kind of saw that. Oh, it's it's and from the original It's kind of relentless. It loses an arm. Oh, okay. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Lose another arm. All right. Well, I'll work out what I, I work out how I kill it when I catch it. I mean, he's basically taken no damage though, apart from maybe a little bit of face melting by Ultron. Yeah, because yeah, Robocop never got close enough to. No, it's has actually done fuck all. Probably less than Ultron, if we're honest about it. Yeah, it's Ultron at least brought the weapons. Yeah. But yeah, that's quite disappointing, actually. Yeah, that is. Because I'm a fucking huge fan of Robocop as well. <laughs> oh, what? Um, yeah, that's fucking rubbish. Yeah, that's pretty poor, actually, Robocop. What are you thinking? Um, but yeah, I was quite, I'm quite surprised by that. I'm quite disappointed. I thought he'd put up more of a fight. And I thought Ultron would put up less of a fight. Yeah. That's... Well, that's tend to be how these things go, but we tend, we tend yeah, to go we, off we do tend to surprise ourselves, yeah. yeah. Have we got any right so far? Um, no, I don't think we have. Well, I think, yeah, we did um, Voltron and Power Rangers, we got right. Did we? Yeah, we kind of said at the start that was going to go the way around. Oh, right. I, I can't, I remember so little about Voltron versus Power Rangers, other yeah. than giant lions eating Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite strange. But yeah, so um, in the battle of Robocop versus Terminator versus Ultron, Terminator yeah. skull fucked everybody and left them for dead. Yeah, Terminator reigns supreme. Yeah, so there you go. If you want to discuss that with us, or if you want to suggest any fights you'd like to see, or just generally shoot the shit, go to our website, whoispodcast.com, and drop us a line. Until next time, see you later. See ya.